Hello, welcome to the Let's Talk Sciences Declassified STEM Survival Guide podcast. My name is Audrey and I'm one of the site coordinators at Let's Talk Science, also known as LTS at the University of Manitoba. And my name is Ramir and I'm one of the assistant coordinators. You are listening to episode two, Life as a First Year Pharmacy Student, the second episode of our first podcast series, The Farm Survival Guide. If you haven't listened to our first episode, The Journey into Pharmacy School, we highly recommend you give it a listen to learn more about what the application process is like for the College of Pharmacy at the U of M. So just a disclaimer, the experiences of our guests today are not a reflection of all first-year pharmacy students. Everyone has different experiences and stories to share. But if you are thinking about applying to the College of Pharmacy at the University of Manitoba, we did link the PharmD program admission requirements bulletin in the description of this episode for your reference, just to give you a more thorough explanation from the College of Pharmacy at the U of M. So our guests today include first-year PharmD students from the College of Pharmacy at the Rady Faculty of Health Sciences at the University of Manitoba. Please welcome Linnea Nelson and Sumreen Sujet. Linnea completed two years in the Faculty of Science at the University of Manitoba and is actually one of our Let's Talk Science volunteers since September 2020. She's done a few virtual outreach activities during the fall semester, such as Bone Zone for Spooky Science in October and Let's Talk Plants for Can You Inspire. She also participated in one of our in our Storytime Week event in November and last month performing science demonstrations for youth. And you may have heard her from our first episode, of course. So welcome back. And uh, Sumreen earned a four-year degree at Brandon University and was a Let's Talk Science volunteer there as well, and is now volunteering with our site at the U of M. This is actually her first time volunteering with us this winter semester, and we're super excited to have her be part of our team. She just recently took part in our Storytime Week virtual outreach event in February and was involved in many workshop sessions, including reading STEM-related stories and performing science demonstrations for elementary students. All right. Welcome, Linnea. Uh, welcome back, Linnea, and welcome, Sumreen. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. Yeah, we're good. Awesome. Um, so, Sumreen, you were a student uh, at Brandon, at Brandon University. Um, I'm just curious, what's the transition like being a student in Brandon and now being a student here in Winnipeg? Um, well, I found that Brandon was a very small town and had a very small community. There you had close communication, so the class sizes were more individualized attention, and you got to interact a lot more with the teachers if you had a question or if you needed some help. Um, but it is, since it was a smaller community, there was limited volunteering, research options, and programs. So, Wanting to do pharmacy, I had to come to Winnipeg to get into a streamlined program. And uh, as well with bigger, in Winnipeg, it's a bigger community. So you get a lot more help with like program related activities and job opportunities. And then you get the chance to have a lot of hands-on experience. As well, there's flexibility to different instructional approaches. And even with COVID this year, it's been very organized and they put out a lot of events for you to get to know your classmates. Oh, that's awesome. So what did you major in actually in Brandon? Um, so I did my undergrad um, and I majored in biology and I minored in chemistry where I did a four-year degree in science. 
Oh, awesome. And um, Linnea, are you originally from Winnipeg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there hasn't really been a transition for you. <laughs> Not really. I yeah. guess like, the only thing would be like going from like, I went to a really small high school. So there was like mm-hmm. 30 of us in a grade. And then I guess yeah. going to university was a big difference. So having like 300 people in a class. So that was a big mm-hmm. difference. But um, it was like a pretty smooth transition just because um, campus very close to where I live. So I don't know, very familiar with it. I'd just like to ask um, Linnea or, or either of you guys, um, how is the jump from the grade 12 to your first year in university? Um, this is a question actually from uh, a grade 12 student from uh, Winnipeg. So either of you guys can take this question. Um, well, I would say like, like I said, um, personally for me, it was like a big difference in amount of people there, like class sizes where it was a huge difference in that sense. And like overall, like the big campus was very different than a small high school. Like it will take you like 15 minutes to walk across the whole campus, which I doubt any high school Winnipeg is that big. <laughs> um, so definitely like getting lost in that sense. Um, so that was a little bit of a transition. Also like some of the workload is different. Um, so I would definitely say it's a lot busier than high school in a sense of like a larger workload. Um, at least that was um, the case in my um, experience. Um, but I found that it was just very important to like learn how to study. I feel like that was the biggest transition from high school to university is I felt like in high school, I, uh, I don't know, I feel like it was a lot of passive studying and like not a lot of studying. Whereas in university, you do have to um, study and I think learn how you study best, like best methods to do that. Um, yeah, something that I was told in my first year that I feel like gave me a little bit more of a grasp on like um, how university differs from high school is that one of the profs is saying that university, you should look at it. If you're taking a full course load, you should be looking at it like it is your full-time job. So uh, like in high school, like, yeah, you can juggle like millions of sports or different like activities that you're doing. You can still do those in university, but um, balance is definitely key. And I think focusing on school is also important to be doing. One thing that I, um, one difference from university and high school that I found was the introduction of labs that we had in university. So in high school, I didn't really get that experience, but I feel like in university you get introduced to that. And honestly, I found it very helpful for making friends and applying knowledge. So I feel like that was um, something that definitely helped the transition um, as for like making friends and um, learning the material, that makes sense. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much. Um, and what about, what about for yourself? Yeah, Simri. Mm-hmm. Um, I found the jump was also a very big from going from grade 12 to first year. Um, university, especially being in a professional program, it's more streamlined and you have to put in more hours. As well, it's something you like doing. So you get to focus on that full time. Also with like labs, as Linnea mentioned, um, it was... In grade 12, you don't really get to experience um, doing labs in the field you want to pursue. So as you go into university, it's really nice to get a hands-on experience and not do pharmacy-related work that you can actually apply in the future. So I think that it is big, but having a balanced life and focusing and staying determined on your career path is what's going to benefit you in the end. All right. How did you uh, feel when first time walking into the labs 
and knowing that oh i've never had this before um this is new to me how how did that feel for you and um how did the first lab ever go in university um personally i was honestly like terrified <laughs> um <laughs> yeah like i didn't really know what to expect because I don't know. I feel like most high school uh, students haven't really experienced that before. Yeah, it kind of like to me, I guess I worked it up a lot in my head as in like, this is like the end all be all. Like if I don't do well in this first lab, like I'm going to fail university, which is like really not the case looking back on it. And I wish I could have told myself that then because I was just so stressed. But I think once you go for your first or second lab, it'll be stressful. But I think like everybody's new to it. So it's not like you're alone in that sense. And um, like, I feel like the TAs and the profs are super understanding and they do explain things. So you're not just left like clueless. So they understand that you haven't done it before, which I feel like really helps. And honestly, labs ended up becoming like one of my favorite parts of my undergrad, just because of the amount of people I met there. Like I found I met majority of my friends that I met at university through labs um, compared to classes, just because you are working with people. Honestly, yeah, I was also terrified too for my first lab well for me though like the first lab i had this was for bio uh, i found that that's where most of my friends came from to be honest in mm -hmm. university and then that's when we just started talking and then we exchanged contacts and then whenever we see each other in, in the hallway you know you say hello what's up mm -hmm. so if our listens for our listeners if you guys are ever scared you can think about it like that as a mm -hmm. social event i guess but of course you got to focus on whatever you need to do at the lab so <laughs> What about you, Simone? What was um, the labs like for you on your first day? Um, for pharmacy, I remember like we had kind of a pre-lab, so we'd read up on it. And I remember like making lots of notes and making sure I was watching all the videos because I was super scared. For like the first lab, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Um, and, but then eventually when I got there, it was very good. We had a professor who explained everything to us. And then it was nice because I had people who worked around me um staying within six feet you know <laughs> but um it was nice because then I could ask some questions and as well I got to know my classmates so it was someone I could just go to find help in lab and then we got like get a hands-on experience it's really cool yeah like um labs are a really good opportunity to meet new people the listeners who, the listeners who are listening right now if you listen to our first episode that's where I actually met Simran and chem 1310 in the lab so yeah you get the ability to sort of make new friendships so that's really awesome um speaking of friendships there's another question from a grade 12 student and is wondering did you have any friends going into pharmacy with you guys um i actually had a friend from my undergrad where we went to school together so we did our science degree together and then me and danielle actually ended up writing our PCAT exam together, and then we ended up actually get, getting accepted into the program. So it's really nice having her in pharmacy with me now because I can go to her if I need help, but we can share any problems we have. We can always talk to each other, and then it's just nice having someone who is in the same situation as me. What about you, Linnea? Um, so I didn't go in with like any friends or anybody that I knew, but... Um... Once I had, once like I met the class, I definitely like recognized a couple people from prerequisite courses just because everybody is taking the same courses. So there were some like familiar faces, but nobody um, I had known yet, um, which is one thing I was actually pretty nervous about, like going in without knowing anybody. But um, it ended up like not being too bad, and like it turned out like 
there's majority of the class kind of felt that same way. So um, yeah, don't be afraid to like apply if you don't, even if you don't know anybody else going in, like you're going to make friends. There's going to be so many other people there who didn't go in with anybody else or knowing anybody else. So uh, if you don't come in with, with friends, there's plenty of friends to make once you get into university. Yeah, it's true. So, but just to, just a side question here, uh, we just like to know um, for our listeners here, are there any um, opportunities for scholarships, either from high school or anything, any scholarships that you know of from the university or from the uh, College of Pharmacy itself? Um, I know that there are four scholarships from pharmacy that are through the pharmacy program um, for students entering the first year of pharmacy. Um, you'll have to look on the website more for specific details, but I know that most of them look for like your marks, um, extracurricular activities and like involvement in the community. So if like scholarships or something you're interested in, I would say definitely look at that page, like the pharmacy website, they'll have, um, they have them listed there. I don't know specific details, so I don't want to, um, steer you guys the wrong way by saying anything, but, um. Yeah, definitely focus on like uh, community involvement and keeping your marks up. I would say that's something we want. Yeah, when we um, first apply to the program, they do have kind of a list of scholarships you can apply for. And then they also pertain to different types of people. So more academic people, people are more involved in extracurricular activities. So you can apply to the ones you feel more comfortable with. And then I think even throughout the year, we get sent emails for different scholarships as well. So it's just as they come up, you know, sometimes as well. All right. So we asked this question in our first episode. So Linnea was able to give uh, sort of her answer to this question. So um, why did you choose to become a pharmacist? I actually, in my undergrad, it was my last year, first semester. I took a class with one of my professors and it was called Neurochem Therapeutics. Um, and that was actually a class that pertained mostly to drugs and the mechanism of how they work. So that's kind of when I looked into programs and I was like, because I was interested in that topic. So I looked into programs of what could show me more about how different drugs affect our body and how they work. And that's kind of how I found pharmacy was something that I would be interested in. And I tried to apply for it and I wrote my PCAT and I'm here now. That's so cool. You still, sometimes it's just like that one class that sort of inspires you to get into whatever profession um, that you're passionate about. So that's awesome to hear. But I just got to say, there are some tough classes though, but yeah. but that goes with anything, right? <laughs> so, um, and to follow up with that, how is pharmacy as a first year student different from being an undergrad or just simply a college student? As a first year student, I think... It's very, it's much more streamlined. So you're actually studying the topic you want to study. In first year, I was taking bio, chem, physics, and doing lots of labs. But now it's like I'm taking the topics that I want to study. So that's like one aspect of it. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree. Um, and also, like a big thing that I found that is very different from undergrad is the fact that we are the focus now is applying knowledge. So now we're learning a lot of applicable knowledge and like um, the focus is how are you gonna apply this in the real world? How are you gonna um, apply this to your interactions with patients? Where I felt like in undergrad, it was a lot of memorizing facts that honestly everybody knows you're not gonna need to know. Like, <laughs> but like you're just memorizing the facts to get the marks. Um, 
which like matters to get into programs. But now I feel like, um, at least when I've talked with other classmates, everybody's enjoyed their learning a lot more now because it's not just about the marks, but it's about like actually understanding and applying the knowledge, which I feel like is a huge difference. Um, yeah, another thing that is very different from undergrad is that now you're kind of like, you're now like sorted into a smaller class. So now there's 45 of us in a class and you're with these 45 people all day for the next four years. So as compared to undergrad, you're like going to different classes and you might see um, some friends in certain classes, but you're all just kind of jumbled around in different classes. Here, you're with the same people all day, every day, and you don't pick your classes. The um, The school pharmacy actually like makes your schedule for you and you just, you show up. So in that sense, it's very different and almost similar to, to high school in that sense. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a big difference. I bet like since the classes are smaller, I guess you'll it's much easier to have a support system because you guys see each other so often. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's been much easier to get to know everybody because it's a smaller class size. So you see, like, I guess since it was online, you would see repeated names over and then you would see repeated people speaking. So it's kind of easier to get to know everyone that way. I think yeah. I prefer that too, aside from yeah. just my personal opinion, aside from besides the uh, big classes because mm -hmm. i feel like you have that connection between you and your prof and then also you and your fellow students mm -hmm. so so how did it feel attending your first class as a first year pharmacy student was it exciting was it nerve-wracking definitely nerve-wracking um i think i was also excited but it was also like i remember making up my schedule and like logging in way too early because i was like I don't know how this will go down. So it was a lot of emotions, I think, all at once. But And then also being online, that was like one of the things as well. It was like, what if something happens because this is our first class that's online? Yeah, I definitely agree. I was, yeah, both excited and nervous um, at the same time. Yeah, I feel like I was nervous about how challenging the program was going to be. And I was like... Um, nervous that like a lot of people were going to come in with like pharmacy experience whereas I literally knew not, not a lot about pharmacy at the time um so I was nervous in that sense but I was also excited like I was excited for meeting new friends um going to the new campus and like um I had heard about lots of like extracurricular things that you could do um at the school of pharmacy so I was super excited for that aspect as well so it was kind of both emotions there yeah I'd probably be nervous and excited at the same time as well i mean i was like that from high school to college i mean i think that goes with like any transition right like you don't really know what was gonna happen and then but you just that's honestly what it was like though it, it was pretty much like that same jump from high school to um university it was like yeah like in a sense you do know what university is like but it is a different it's a new chapter right like mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. Actually, I lied about that a little bit because my jump from high school to college to university was like, oh, I got this right. You know, I was taking full course load and then I, you know, I did it. You guys, my advice for our listeners is do not eat more than you can chew. That's how it goes, right? Don't eat more than you can chew. That's yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. So, and I think um, it was also a little intimidating because it's like everyone was going to be there and it's like you knew everyone wanted the same goal as you and everybody was kind of at the same um level as you so i guess there was that aspect of it too very competitive mm -hmm. so for our uh, next question um 
thus far, has the program been what you have imagined it to be in terms of the workload and the amount of hours you have to put in to keep up with the with all the work in the program? I feel like it was as I expected it to be. Um, yeah, it wasn't super different than I expected and it wasn't a crazy huge surprise. Um, in undergrad, I like took I always took full course loads and I was taking like physics and like OCHEM 2 as like electives. So I like didn't really, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like I was had pretty busy semesters from the beginning. So in that sense, I was just kind of like prepping myself for that. Um, but I've talked with other classmates who took like three or four classes per semester. They said that this has been a big change for them. So I guess it depends on your previous experience. One thing that was different than I thought was um, going to pharmacy. I was like, oh, we're going to have like so many labs. This is pharmacy. And like in undergrad, I was taking like four classes with labs. So I was having like four labs a week and we literally have like one lab a week. <laughs> so it's been, that was the part that was opposite of what I thought it'd be. I don't that's know if that's you expected. <laughs> you yeah, expected yeah. more labs, but yeah. there was only one lab. Yeah, exactly. So that was a little bit different. Um, not sure if that's due to COVID or not, but regardless, it was different. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's been um, doable, I think, from what I expected. As um, Linnea said earlier, it is kind of like a full-time job. Um, like you need to put like all your hours kind of into pharmacy. Um, it is a lot of workload, but it is kind of like the, our classes kind of go from the morning, like 8.30 to like 4.30 with breaks in between, of course. Um, but it is kind of like a full day of classes and then studying. Um, and then as well, even with labs, I think they're just, um, we, ha we have, haven't had many labs though, I guess. So that's just because of maybe COVID. Are you guys, yeah, um... I think. I think oh, sorry, one thing to add to that is um, one thing that I've learned to do this year is I had kind of mentioned this earlier, but like learning how to study, I think was a big thing and making sure not to be passively studying as in like just reading over lecture notes, which I feel like I did a lot in undergrad. Um, but now you just, you don't have the time to do that with all the material because the material is more, you are in a similar amount of classes as undergrad, but they cover probably twice as many slides as undergrad per lecture. So in that sense, it's, it's very different. And there is just a lot more material to get through. Um, so you can't really waste time passively studying. And I think that was a big like learning curve there, which um, really changed like how the semester went. I think that's an uh, interesting concept that you just brought up right there. Um, the difference between passive learning and active learning. And I think it'll be a useful uh, concept for our listeners to understand would you mind going more um in detail like give examples for example of how pa passive learning is and how active learning is different from passive learning okay yeah for sure um so i guess i'll just talk upon my experience because i know like everybody can kind of experience it in different ways but um so an example of passive learning would just be like leisurely reading through the notes reading them but not applying them and understanding them if that makes sense like reading them be like yeah I read through all the notes or yeah I re-listened to the lecture but did you actually understand did you look at every single point on that slide and be like oh I understand why this is this or did you quiz yourself and be like do I actually remember this um some things like people I know like to do um that helps you to get away from passive studying is quizzing yourself either using like Quizlet or something like that some people use whiteboards to like maybe write down all the information they remember from that slide and um, maybe see if they hit all the points. Or a big thing that I used to do is 
if there was, if I got the majority of the slide, it mostly made sense, but there was maybe one or two points that I was like, oh, I don't really get that. Or like, it's not important. I just kind of leave it and move on. But I think like addressing those when you see them is the best way to do it. And I would say for me, the biggest tip that I've heard about studying is study the stuff you don't want to study because that's the stuff that you probably need to study the most. So often you find yourself going back to the same stuff that you enjoy studying because it's easy for you to study. And you know that I don't know, it's more enjoyable to study because you don't have to work as hard doing it, but it's typically the stuff you don't want to do that you really do actually need to do the most. True. True. What about you, Samreen? <laughs> do you have any uh, advice or tips regarding that? Um, as well with the workload, I think it's really important to like make a schedule, making sure you're doing work for all of your classes and not just focusing on one or focusing on just a one specific lab, as well making sure you're doing a little bit every day. If you do a little bit every day, you don't fall behind. But if you take one night off, it kind of leads to taking two nights off, which leads mm. to taking three nights off. And I think it's really easy to fall behind in a very intensive program. So I think just making sure you're keeping up with your classes and keeping a schedule that makes you stay on track is very important. I think I read about that in a book somewhere, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it right now because we have limited time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're all in, right in a pandemic right now, and it has been sort of challenging for most people um, and stressful um, from your own experience. What are some of the challenges of being a first year pharmacy student or just like a student in general during a pandemic? And has there been any benefits at all having classes online? I think um, one benefit um, of having online classes is, well, first of all, you don't have to wake up at 8.30 in the morning and be right there at your lecture. Um, so that's one of a really good benefit for us. Um, as well, it just kind of saves a lot of commuting time like going from home to your classes, you can just, it saves up a lot of time. As well, since the lectures are now recorded, it's very easy if you miss um, some notes or you miss a class, it's very easy to go back to it. You can just watch the recording and then it helps you kind of stay on track if you miss any notes. So I think there are some pros to, I guess, it being online, but that's some stuff that I've just noticed personal. I would definitely have to agree where um, things like commuting and um, waking up not as early are definitely like pros to online school. However, there have been some difficult parts um, in a sense of like finding motivation and like splitting up your time. I feel like at home, it's hard to like differentiate study time and like non-study time. I feel like sometimes those get confused when you're just like at home all day and watching lectures. Yeah, another thing that was kind of disappointing about online school is just like missing out on some of the social events. And like, I like I've heard of pharmacy having lots of um, like lunches and meetings and like events and things like that, which I was really looking forward to. So I was a little bit disappointed to miss out on that aspect this year. So hopefully next year or the year after, we'll get back to those and um, take advantage of that. Yeah, as Linnea was saying, it's kind of harder to kind of get to know the students in the program that way especially when everybody logs on and everybody just turns off their cameras straight away. So it's kind of hard to put um, a face to a name. So I, if we, there was no COVID, it would be really easy to track with um, other members and other people in your class. Yeah. And I think like a big thing about online classes is that 
they really keep you on your toes. Like, I feel like things are always changing and like, you kind of just got to expect to be kind of thrown off guard sometimes just because sometimes Frost will just throw something at you or like change a deadline or something like just because of the way that online school is working. Um, yeah, especially with like the new farm D program, there's, it is a new program. So they're still like asking for a feedback on classes and stuff, which like, I've really appreciated them taking that into consideration on like, um, how we are finding the program. So yeah, that and online classes, there's been a lot of, um, a lot of stuff keeping us on our toes. So definitely. And, um, just a question, are you guys, do you guys turn on your cameras during lectures or do you turn it off? (laughs) I turn mine off. Definitely. Nobody does. Yeah, I turn mine off. So um, even in small groups, sometimes people keep them off, but it's kind of easier when it's like a smaller group. It's just like four or six people. It's kind of yeah. easier to turn it on and there's no professor or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when it's easier. I just like to ask regarding um labs. How does that work? Are you guys still doing labs in person? Because I know from my experience, um for organic chemistry, we had to go to, this is undergrad, by the way. Um, we had to go to um, our labs in person and we had to really schedule it and it was, you know, strict. So are, is that the same for you guys? Um, so we have had a couple of labs. I think that they've done kind of a mix where they've looked at all the labs and been like, okay, what um, skills are really needed for these first years to learn um, right now out of all these labs. So those skills that were like necessary to move on in the program, we did go in to like learn them. Um, so we did some compounding labs where we like learned how to make suspensions and um, suppositories and like capsules. And we even made gummy bears, which was fun. Um, so we've done things like that. And we've also had some other labs um, learning how to like take blood pressure and um, learning how to like fill prescriptions. So we've done a couple of those, but um, everything that any lab or skill that we've um, needed to learn that we don't need to be in person and hands-on for, they've tried to move online. As well, um, I found for a lab, they also did smaller sizes. So... This, this term, it was just because of COVID, they just had smaller groups that would come in and they would have them come in on different days. And that was just due to COVID restrictions that helped with that. Um, as well, if there was some things we couldn't do um, in lab, they kind of made kits that we could take home and do it. So we got to take respiratory kits home and then we got to use the material and then look up and read about it. And then we would just return that stuff. So it was kind of a good way to learn by yourself and actually see the stuff that we would be using. Interesting. So you get to bring home kits with you guys as well. Yeah, I have friends who are like in nursing and then they had to do um their when they actually have to test on people and then they just have to they can't go in the in in class, right? So they would test it on their mom or something. They would check <laughs> their blood pressure and stuff. So which I think that's a cool thing too. Like, you know, imagine your family seeing you actually doing what what you supposed to do. So So are there opportunities for you to connect with classmates at all? I know it's pretty tough with everything being online, but Yeah, so we honestly haven't done a lot of that <laughs> this year just because of online classes. Um but of course we can connect in labs when we do go in for those. Um so yeah, we connect with classmates then. Uh, we've also done a couple like um, trivia nights with our class for like bonding and like game nights. Um, 
So we've done that as well as, I guess, I don't know if you count like breakout rooms, <laughs> so, but like, that's really what it's come down to <laughs> and the amount of connection we've had. Um, so the new yeah. Normal, so. <laughs> the new normal. At the beginning of the term, we did have some in-person events where we kind of had like a little meet and greet and we did a bonfire that some students had the chance to go to. Um, but then as things became more restricted, we kind of stuck to doing Zoom calls. We did Among Us game nights, trivia nights, and um, just even just having a Zoom call where we can all just vent and just relax and just talk stuff out. We've been also planning that stuff. So it's really nice that way. Among Us. Are you guys really good at Among Us? I so mean, she's trying to say, are you guys good at lying? <laughs> <laughs> It's basically what the game is about now. Yeah, basically. Like we played Among Us uh, with LTS members yeah. and it was, got a little heated at times, but. Yeah, I feel like there was yeah. some favoritism there. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, Audrey, but um, anyways, uh, moving on. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, so I just like to ask what are um, some extracurricular activities um that you can take part in as a first year PharmD student? Um, I find that for pharmacy, they actually have been having a leadership series. Um, it has been over Zoom um, this year, but it's basically where they have people come in and talk as well. You get to participate in activities. Um, since it is over Zoom, it's been kind of harder to do the activities. Um, it's not much interaction. Um, but it is just a way for you to learn how leadership works, specifically in the pharmacy field. So I have been attending those, and it's just been a few um, meetings in the beginning of the term and then two or three meetings at the, in the second term. And I found it's been helpful for me to learn about um, pharmacy in my program as well as leadership. And then it's just been a nice way to get to know other um, people and classmates who are also in the pharmacy program, like second years and maybe even third years. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, I also went to those leadership meetings and definitely found them very beneficial. Um, there's also some other extracurriculars, which a lot of them haven't happened this year. Um, but in future years, hopefully first year PharmD students would be able to participate in things such as like sports tournaments that um, the councils host. Uh, there's lots of like lunch meetings and like they get presenters in. Um, just like this leadership workshop that we've been doing. Uh, there's also like socials, pharmacy awareness month. They have lots of um, like talks for that and different events going on for that, that you can be involved in. Um, you can also be involved in student councils. There's like so many different roles that you can be involved there. And it's really highly suggested that people get involved because um, that's where you can kind of like embrace the full experience of being in pharmacy and um there's also CAPSI as well, which is also similar to student council to be involved in. Be involved, guys, you know, the, for our listeners, yeah. um, because first of all, it's fun, right? And you get to meet new people. Um, I just like to ask, uh, you guys talked a lot about these leadership, uh, what do you call leadership? It's events. like a workshop or meeting. Workshop, yeah. right. Is there a major lesson or say a quote or something that has been said by a speaker or something that really stuck to you from any of those events? I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Maybe talk about one of the speakers. Um, that Like just a general lesson, I guess. Yeah. doesn't have to be an exact I guess we quote. Mm -hmm. We did um, one 
activity that I think a lot of us found very helpful was we, um, the activity was kind of writing down our goals and um, our values. And then we kind of put that into um, like a mission statement, I guess it's called, um, where we just kind of combine like our, yeah, both our goals and values on um, like what we stand for and what we um, hope to pursue someday. So, um, and we all made our own like mission statements where we would, where it like pretty much uh, summarized our goal and uh, for, I guess, our career or the next couple of years, which I think gave a lot of people um, a little bit more clarity because most of us agreed that we didn't really ever take time to like write down those sort of things like ideas and feelings but we all found it very helpful and kind of guiding us to be like oh this is like actually like what I care about and like putting into words I feel like really helped um us all kind of envision it more if that makes sense yeah absolutely agree and I think that goes with anything just simply like writing it down that's why I think journaling is really helpful I think I read this from somewhere I don't know where but I read this somewhere <laughs> but um I just I just know that it's um like writing out, for example, in scheduling, if you write out your schedule, you're more likely to actually do what you told yourself to do in that schedule. So I think that's a pretty good activity. Sumerian, do you have any, uh, any memories from these events? Um, yeah, as well, Nia saying, that was like one of the activities we did that really helped decide, I think, kind of in pharmacy. Like it also helped narrow down, like, because there's different types of pharmacy as well. There's community pharmacy and then there's clinical pharmacy. So it kind of helps you kind of see what your goals are as to what type of pharmacist you want to be in the future. So I think that's kind of, that was like a good activity that they had hosted for us. So um, I think early on in this episode, you mentioned sort of, um, sort of what your schedule is like for one of your uh, classes. I'm just wondering, what does your typical week look like as a first-year PharmD student? Um, we mostly have classes. Every We have classes every single day. Um, they usually start off at like 8.30 and our classes go down to 4.30. Um, we'll have classes um, that alternate throughout the week. So on Mondays, um, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we'll have similar classes. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'll have similar classes um, as well. Um, we'll have have like um, kind of Thursdays that are dedicated to a specific hands-on lab. So whether it's us doing like um, going in and doing something or um, having something online where we have to participate in activity, doing prescription fillings or doing interview sessions or how we're going to deal with patients. So that's most of our Thursdays are blocked and filled out with that. As well, we have time out for service learning where we have to go and work with um, some community and just um, put in some volunteer hours there as well. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what to add to that. I guess, yeah, once we're done classes, I think most of us will typically um, do a little bit of coursework. Um, like we mentioned before, it's good to do, even if you're just doing a little bit, a little bit every day um, really helps you stay organized and on top of things. So um, a couple of hours in the evening, either catching up on things or um, looking at notes from the day uh, really helps. That's kind of how evenings are spent and also making sure to take time off to relax and spend with family and friends as well. Yeah, that's important too. Yeah, and I think that a lot of pharmacy student, first year pharmacy students also have the chance to maybe work a little bit as well in a pharmacy. So 
typically, um, if students do decide to work, they'll work maybe like max two shifts a week. So um, typically like eight hours a week, they'll work on either a Saturday or a Sunday, which is pretty typical to see as well. Absolutely. I'd just like to get back to um, the do a little bit every day. I think I read from somewhere that um, if you improve if you improve by one percent every day and think about that 365 days by the end of the year then you would be 365 percent better than you were in the <laughs> beginning of the year i don't think that was the quote from the book but it was something along those lines but <laughs> just make sure guys to be to to there's always something to improve on and yeah just make sure to do a little bit every day so yeah. Anyway, with his readings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I just read, read like one page. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyways, moving on to um our next question. This question is actually from a grade ten student from Winnipeg. Um, what did you do in your first year? Uh, I'm assuming this is in university that helped you make that helped make the transition to pharmacy school easier. Again, like I mentioned before, learning how to study, that's like, that's the best tool to have, honestly. And I think like, I'm a big believer in like routine, that routine does you well. So like, I feel like having a consistent routine and habits, um, including like sleep schedule, that's really important. Um, and I think like learning how to prioritize that and prioritize the things you value in your life while juggling school is um the way to have like the most, uh, the easiest transition to pharmacy school, which is a little bit more of an intense program than undergrad. Um, so yeah, I'm the type of person, I like to get lots of sleep before an exam, regardless if I'm like even ready or not. I know that that's not how most people do it, but I feel that's super beneficial to me. Um, and I guess like just finding out what works for you in that sense will make um, the transition easier. Um, again, like in my first year, I was doing lots of research on pharmacy program. So like going onto the website, I was talking to older students, I was talking to profs, I was talking to pharmacists I knew. So like, I would say research is the biggest thing, like know what you're getting into, um, be familiar with the program, know that it's what you want to do. Um, all that stuff, like, like learning what to expect when you get into the program, I think will do you very well. Um, something I can add on that I did to help kind of transition into pharmacy school um, in university, you kind of do get like a deadline of all your dates and all the activities that are going to happen throughout the term. So, um, we kind of like made a schedule where we had all of our test dates and all of our, um, any clinical exams that we would have or any assignments that were due. And that kind of helps you stay on track and, um, you can see your schedule day by day, what's going to be due and what um, activities you'll be having that you might have to go in for or anything that's going to be graded that you can get downtown. So I think that as well is kind of like a handy tip that you can do. Good advice. I think Linnea, we read the same book because the habits, <laughs> there's a book about that somewhere. I don't know. But... Here, I don't really read a lot, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I read that somewhere too. I don't know. But um, another question from this time from a U of M student is what has been your favorite part of your first year in the PharmD program thus far? Personally, I love the labs. And I think it's because, first of all, I get to see my classmates and I get to talk to them and interact with them. And it's nice to put a face to a name. 
And then as well, it's been really nice to actually see the stuff we talk about in class, like suspensions and um, tablets, and to kind of actually make them ourselves and see how it would look like or the process that goes into it. So those are, it's a, I've been like loving labs at this rate. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like labs have probably been one of my favorite parts. Um, I used to hate labs in undergrad, so that's really changed. That's like full 180 there. Um, yeah, because you get to see friends and make cool things. Like we're making gummy bears and we're making like lip balm. Like that's so much fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's been fun. I've also enjoyed applying my knowledge. Like, I feel like we've learned so much this year that even like, I'm just walking around and I'll see like a commercial on the TV about like some drug and I'll be like, oh, like I actually recognize what they're saying. Like, I understand it. <laughs> or I'll like look at my cover and be like, oh, I actually like understand what all these like long words and drugs mean, which is like, I find super cool. So <laughs> I've really enjoyed that aspect of it as well. That's so cool to hear and able to apply your knowledge and sort of look at things and say, oh, I know what that is now. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you can like debunk myths that they're like, oh, this is his, but it's actually this. Mm-hmm. Right? So Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you weren't a PharmD student, where could you see yourself pursuing instead? Where I would see myself, I, when I first applied for university, I was really um, torn on what to do <laughs> or to apply. So um, my options were either I applied to both um, the Faculty of Science and uh, Engineering as well, because that's something that I was also interested in. And I was super torn and it was literally like the deadline. And then I decided Faculty of Science. So I guess if I didn't go into Faculty of Science and PharmD, I would probably be in engineering right now. Um, Yeah, I was just like super interested in math and I don't know, like, I feel like they work on cool projects, but I feel like I chose the right career for myself personally. Um, but I think either career would have been awesome regardless. For me personally, I knew that I kind of wanted to stick in the science field. So I did my undergrad in science and then staying away from, I guess, math and stuff like that. I kind of went more to biology and chemistry. Um, I was always kind of deciding what I wanted to do up until my years, um, until my last year where I was like, I think pharmacy is the right program for me. So I think if I hadn't done pharmacy, I would have done something more biology um, and chemistry based. Um, I think as well, even research was a good option because having worked in the summer in a research lab, I think maybe going forward with that would have also been something I might have and uh, i just gotta say research is if you have the opportunity to try research when you're in stem or maybe not even in stem it's 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 really fun i mean i haven't tried it myself but like i definitely want to try it because definitely learn new skills and stuff um but yeah and um we are at our last question so what advice gotta think about this deeply okay the best advice you can give ever of all time talking the michael jordan of of advice what advice can you give students in high school or junior high who are interested into going into pharmacy or it doesn't have to be pharmacy anything that they want to pursue maybe in stem or in any other field what is the best absolute best advice you can give them i think that they should always stay hopeful and um kind of never give up on the career path they want to take because eventually it does work out for you. Um, If you put in the effort and if you want it bad enough, I think that um, if you're in STEM, it does work out for you. You find a career path that you like. Yeah, um, 
I would say like, make sure to find something you enjoy and you will, um, if you're really passionate about it, like you're never going to get bored of it. Um, someone once told me that, uh, find a job that you're like passionate about enough that you would be okay with doing for free. Like not necessarily like something that, Oh, like I'm never going to get paid, but like something that regardless of what you're getting paid or where you are, like you wouldn't mind doing it for free. You're passionate about it and you care about it enough to, I don't know, spend your life doing it. Um, and yeah, like whatever path you go on, it's going to be challenging, but, um, stay motivated and, um, yeah, the results will definitely be worth it regardless of what you choose. I agree. Okay. But before we go, Audrey, do you have any advice for high school students? Me? Yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess being in university for five years now, (laughs) uh, probably just what Sumin said, stay hopeful. Um, Find your passion uh, and never give up. I mean, there are going to be days where you just, just want to like sleep, sleep in and just not do anything. But um, I mean, it's okay to have those days, but, you know, always look forward to the better days because things will get better. And like, you never know, um, life is, life is a funny thing. Um, one door closes and another door opens for you. So, um, and when there is a failure in your life, um, don't think of it as a failure. Think of it as a lesson. So that is something that I stick by throughout my life to this day. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would say that is like probably the LeBron James of quotes. Or... <laughs> not Michael Jordan. <laughs> not, not Michael. Yeah. You know, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It's, 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 it's definitely all of those are great. And um, just to add, um, I mean, nobody asked me, but, uh, um, yeah, what's your, uh, <laughs> what oh, motivates you? Um, I just like to say, um, whatever you want to do, just do it. Don't overthink it because you're never going to know what the result is until you get there. So, and I've, sure. I've, I've went through this myself also, so I can definitely stand for that. Um, so yeah, just, just do it. It's cliche. And like, you know, you see it everywhere because Nike, right. That's their, you're gonna say that. yeah, that's their slogan basically, but it's true. So the fact that they trademarked that they probably made a lot of money because you know, that's just simply true. So people say it a lot, but it's true. Um, but that being said, thank you so much, uh, Linnea and Samine for joining us for our mm-hmm. second episode. And do you have any other uh advice tips comments or how do how do you feel i don't know <laughs> any, any message <laughs> yeah, stay um, motivated <laughs> i think if we, i think if we made it this far you guys can make it this far as well you know if they say if you shoot for the moon you land among the stars and me and Linnea are here now and it's been nice getting to know her and as well getting to know the lts team so it's been really nice yeah, to all the listeners, if you have opportunity to volunteer, she's Let's Talk Science. Pretty fun. Yeah. You might be on our podcast. You never <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. And you get a cool t-shirt too. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I haven't watched this because I love it so much. Anyways, um, yeah, thank you so much um, for joining us once again. Um, and for our listeners, um, we just like to say thank you for listening. And remember to follow us at LTS underscore U of M on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to be updated on our upcoming events. And also feel free to follow and sub- subscribe to wherever you listen your podcasts in. Uh, we're basically everywhere spotify yeah. apple podcasts yeah anchor you know lts <laughs> you know but um, yeah uh thank you so much once again and that is it for our episode two all right awesome that's a wrap that's a wrap all right yeah i can only imagine i probably sorry that was my cat i don't know if you heard that <laughs> um <laughs> it just sneezed okay um yeah i definitely have to agree with you guys hear the echo? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> That's weird. All right, you're probably gonna have lots of editing to do on this one. A lot of editing, yeah. On the next, on the next episode. episode. It sounds like a riddle, right? It's like you're in, in second year farm D, <laughs> but you've been a student for three years, uh, but you didn't fail a year. So what happened? When I was applying into the College of Pharmacy, they were transitioning from the Bachelor of Science in Pharmacy program to the Farm D program. The creative side and yeah. the uh, academic side. I was reading yeah. this book where it's like, I've seen this TED talk where it's like, when you know how to play music, your brain is like, there's this part in the brain yeah. that connects the two hemispheres and then that gets bigger and then there's yeah. basically more connections. And that's a huge part of our role as pharmacists is acting as, as these sort of safekeepers, a very powerful arsenal of medications that can be really, really useful, but that can also lead to harm if they're not used in the right way. It's, it's very challenging. And I think another part of it is uh, allowing yourself to be more forgiving when when things don't work out or when things are tough and remembering again that you're not the only one in that kind of uh in that kind of challenging circumstance even though it feels that way when you're the only one together let's declassify the classified